This is the Ops Authority Podcast, where my mission is to break down the backside of your business so you can take the right actions to grow and scale. Hey, I'm Natalie Gingrich, a small business operations expert, and I'm going to give you a front row seat to real solutions that will help you reach the vision that you have for your business, all while equipping you to put out those inevitable pesky fires and those fears that pop up. Listen in for strategies to grow your team, craft the systems and processes that you need for your business, and establish business foundations that you may have skipped over. I know you're ready to do really big things, so let's do it together. Hey friends, welcome back to the Ops Authority Podcast. Whether you're a veteran of listening to our podcast or you just stumbled upon us, welcome back. And I can assure you, you are going to learn something in our time together today. We are back with episode number 140, and that is my promise with every single one of these podcasts. I want this to be a place where you come, you learn, you improve your operations skills. The Ops Authority podcast is focused on helping operators of businesses gain hard skills in areas like project management and people leadership, but also so we can help you build your career so that you're leveraging your greatest gifts. When you do that, leverage your greatest gifts, Ease and excellence are a part of your delivery, and we want you to be in your zone and to be known for that. Because of that, because we want you to have that ease and excellence, we have an upcoming two-day training that's going to help you get clear in exactly how to build your operations career, a career leveraging those skills that just come so natural to you that happen to fall under the vein of operations. You can sign up for that at theopsauthority.com forward slash career clarity. Be sure to join us March 29th and 30th. Again, theopsauthority.com forward slash career clarity. Alrighty, today is going to be action-packed and informational. You're probably going to want to take out a notepad or use your notes app in your phone if you're listening to this digitally right now. But we are focusing today on how to find top-tier clients. You've already got really defined high-level operational skills that are so valuable for scaling businesses. And we want to help you design a strategy to find clients that value those skills. Lots and lots of people come to us with the qualities of a director of operations, but they express concern over finding those high-level clients who need their level of expertise or their next level of expertise. We always get the question of how do I up-level? Well, this strategy that we're going to share today is going to help you, whether you're on the path to becoming a director of operations or you're a service provider and you want to up-level in who you are serving and how you are serving them. So hang out with us today. If you are doubting that you can find a top tier client who desires those high level operations skills, we're going to break this down for you. I want you to think of this as a funnel where you start at the top, there's more work to do. And as you work your way down, you get more clarity. Each step is going to build on the previous one. So here we go. All right, we've got four steps. We're starting at number one. Number one, who is top tier to you? What does top tier mean? Let's define that. That means something different to every single person. So when I ask you that, this is not a question where you can go ask a friend and say, hey, what does top tier mean to you? This is individually. This work needs to be done independently. So don't cheat by asking someone else. This is going to start and end with you. So what characteristics make up top tier? 
Is it the industry? Is it the amount of earnings that a business is bringing in? Is it a certain size of team? Maybe it's a combination of those. Maybe you need to reverse engineer that. Do you have someone in mind already? Instead of trying to think about the industry, how much money they're making, et cetera, maybe you already have somebody in mind. What is it about them that qualifies them as top tier to you? So this would be reverse engineering. Who is the person and what do you feel makes them top tier? For directors of operations, you're likely going to want to look for businesses that have infrastructure. This means that they have teams and a solid signature product or a service that they are already fulfilling on. Let's build upon that. Get out a pen and paper or your notes app and answer this question right here. What are you looking for in a top tier client? Do you already have one in mind? That's the work you need to do for step one. Without this step, the rest of the things that we're going to talk about today are completely useless. I've seen plenty of people that go straight to, how am I going to attract and market to a higher level client? And they miss this step altogether. If you miss this step, you're going to waste so much time, so much effort and energy. I promise you, you've got to answer, what does top tier mean to you? All right, that's step number one. On that piece of paper that you've got, you are going to answer what is top tier. And if you already have one in mind, let's go ahead and put that name down. When we put that name down, I want you to ask yourself, what makes this person, what qualifies them to be top tier to you? Step number two, have you ever heard you are who you hang around? Oh my goodness, guys. My mom used to tell me this all the time when I was growing up and in her house, but you are who you hang around. Well, it's come back to me time and time again, whether that's parenting my own children or today in this podcast. So you are who you hang around. This exercise that we're going to talk about in step number two is going to help you multiply the list you've already started in step one by finding the places that your person hangs out at and who they hang out with. Again, you are who you hang around. This person that you've already defined in step number one has a circle of influence as well. So who are they hanging with? Now that you know who this is or who it could be, where do you find more of those people? I'm going to share a few ways you can do the work to find additional people. You've got at least one person or a brand in mind. So let's look at their social media channels. Do they post photos of the masterminds and the people that they go on trips with? That's one way. How about speaking events? Do they have a podcast? And if they do, who are their guests? This would help you to see the inner circle of the top tier client that you have in mind. When you identify the people they spend time or the people that they learn from, like their coaches, you're going to find communities of people. From here, you can poke around. And another idea is to look at their connections on social media, specifically on the platforms of Instagram and LinkedIn. This is going to take you some time. I mean, they're likely going to have thousands and thousands of people that they're connected with on those channels. So I don't expect you to go through every single one of them, but both of those platforms are going to give you an inclination of people who are similar to both you and the top tier client or top tier prospect that you have in mind. Like on LinkedIn, it's going to tell you how many connections you have. It's going to tell you if they're a first degree or a second degree connection. This is going to take you some time, but I promise you it's really, really worth it. 
And I kind of mentioned this earlier, but you want to be clear if they're in masterminds, look to see who leads that mastermind. Everybody who's been in that mastermind, whether it's in their current session or sessions beforehand, you can also do some additional work there to find more people. Alrighty, that's going to give you a host of mini prospects. They won't all fit your bill, but it gives you another layer of people to look through. And remember, when you find a golden gem in here, that's going to begin the search all again of looking for their circle. So it's something that just continues to move forward as you find more qualified people. Is this some serious intel work or what? (laughs) I know that you're a fact finder and you probably love doing this. This is kind of that busy work that fills our cup. It's rewarding to us. It also gives us something to check the box. We love checking off those boxes. You are literally project managing yourself to help you to find a top tier client. So keep up with that. Alrighty, next idea for you still on step number two. What are the keywords that describe this client, this top tier client? What keywords can you use? I want you to gather those up and head over to platforms like LinkedIn, any podcast player, whether that's Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and there's a host of others, and also on YouTube. Those are some great and powerful search engines. We don't always look at them as search engines, but if you go in there and you enter in those keywords, you're going to be surprised. As a little study earlier, I went in and I entered in six-figure course creator, came back with a ton of people that were not first connections to me, but a couple down, and I found some new people I didn't even know existed. That would lead me to go deeper and deeper and deeper. I also put in operations. And then I put in director of operations and I found so many gems, people I don't know, people that are in corporate, people that are completely outside of our sphere. Of course, I saw all of our certified directors of operations on LinkedIn, but you also can find so many more potential prospects by using this keyword method. So for the keywording, I want you to start by figuring out what keywords are really significant for this person that you're looking at. If it's a specific industry or maybe a job title, that would be really, really helpful. And there's never any harm in looking and exploring. I know I got a lot of ideas even as I went in there. So keep up with this. This will definitely return a lot of creativity and additional people to add to your list. Alrighty, last idea for you to help find where your potential top tier client lives is what conferences do these people attend or maybe where have they spoken at? I want you to go to that site. Maybe this person has spoke at Social Media Marketing World. That's just one conference that popped in my head. And if you go to that website, you're gonna see all of the other people that have spoke at this conference as well. It's likely that they are around the same level. And so this can really open up another layer of potential. Every successful business owner has their circle of peers. Where there is one, there is more. This is gonna take a little bit of work, but this is a way for you to expand your list. I want you to stay on this activity until you have at least 25 top tier clients. Alrighty guys, pinky promise. We now have a list If we've completed step number two, we now have a list of 25 top tier clients that we can now move down to the funnel to step three. 
At this point, you've identified a healthy list of your ideal clients who you consider a top tier prospect. Now, what do you sell them? Remember that these folks are top tier. They're also looking for top tier people just like you. I want to make sure that you're getting their attention and you exude authority in your space. This means that you need to and you want to show off your intellectual property. I want you to define the deliverables that you give with the service that you're offering. Be very clear on any processes, the how I work with this client. I want you to be very, very clear so you can articulate that and it just rolls right off. That process is going to be very important because you're going to use it in your discovery calls. It may be on a one sheet. It may be on your website, but knowing how you work with this client and putting it into a process is very valuable. And then lastly, you want to be known for exceptional delivery. So define the process and make sure you can carry it out. Now I want you to take a look at what you're selling. Position it with this client in mind. Oftentimes we are familiar and we have experience with selling our services to a lower level client. So I want you to make sure that your offer and your service or service is equivalent to a top tier buyer. This likely means that you're going to need to make adjustments, make adjustments to the deliverable, to the way that you position it, to the way you talk about it. Honestly, even down to the language could be very, very important. This is not the person that you sold to a year ago. This is the person that you're aspiring to sell to. You're prepared. You've identified them. You know that you've got the skills. Now we need to make sure that our offer matches the level of client that we are going to be talking to here in just a few weeks. That's step number three. At the bottom of this funnel, we are now ready to get in front of this client. This is where the mindset stuff starts to creep in. So before we go any further, I want you to prepare yourself. This is going to be uncomfortable, but taking action will create clarity and clarity is going to give you that confidence. Trust me, The root of what needs to happen now that you've found them and have a great offer for them is to speak directly to them, like speak to them, not on social media, not in some abstract way. We're going to speak to them directly. First, I want you to leverage any connections that you have. This can be peers. It can be teammates or previous teammates. It can be coaches that you guys have in common. So when you went to LinkedIn, to Instagram, maybe you saw their podcast and you see anyone that you know that has a connection to this person, I want you to make the bold move of reaching out to them and asking for an introduction. You're probably gonna want to explain why you want that introduction, but this begins the process of outreach and that's what's going to be very valuable at this stage. You're simply asking for a connection and connect genuinely with this person at first. There is no need to sell them on the first encounter. These encounters can happen over email, direct message. It could be face-to-face at an event. It could even be a coffee chat. You're going to want to be prepared for that conversation. Make it thoughtful. Real relationships start like this, and that's exactly what you want. We're not meeting them for the first time and giving them a sales page or even a sales pitch. If anything, I want you to be able to articulate who you are and what you do, what value you bring. That is going to be step number four. You're going to get in front of them. I need you to be prepared to articulate yourself and why you're really in front of them. That's going to be valuable at this stage. 
It also helps you to not have the pressure of going into the sales conversation because you're just getting to know them. Honestly, friends, I want you to practice those boundaries that we talk about all the time. This person may be on your top prospect list, but you get on the phone with them or you you meet them in person and they are absolutely the opposite of anything. Or maybe they bring back a feeling that you've had with like your worst client ever. Just because they're on your top tier list does not mean that I would want you to continue them in your funnel of potentially leading into a sales conversation just because they're on that list. So I want you to have real rich, genuine conversations at first so that you can be making those decisions if you want to move forward. And honestly, this person that you're having this conversation with may not be the person that you thought that they were, but they could still lead to a great referral from their inner circle. The circles just continue to go, almost like throwing a rock into the river and you see those ripples just continuing. Every single ripple is another person that has the ability to refer for you. Attending events is another way to fast track relationships. This is a way that has been very helpful for me and also getting in front of several people at one time. This is where the gold is. And when you go to the step, realize that this is where the hard work is gonna pay off in many ways. I know it's not always possible for us to go to in-person events, especially in the state of the world that we're in today. But if you can, and if that is something that you enjoy doing, when I say it fast tracks relationships, it really does. But you're still going to have to do the work to be prepared when you show up with your, we'll call it the elevator pitch, but at least being able to express who you are and what value you bring. Alrighty, these connections that we've talked about, this is where the gold is. And I know it's gonna take a lot of work to get to this point, but once you get there, I always say it just takes one top tier client before the box opens up and it becomes easier and easier for you to build these connections because you're gonna build off of that one. I can certainly remember my first top tier client that helped me to get established. They validated me and they referred me to their friends. Honestly, I have never looked back from that first client. The exercises that I've given you today and these four steps are exactly what I did. And ladies, I knew like nothing. So if you're just starting in this business, but you've got some great business experience behind you and you're walking into the online business space, I can promise you, hang with me, do this work. And guess what, friends? This work pays off in massive dividends. Alrighty, as we wrap up, I want to reflect back on those four different steps we talked about. First of all, define what top tier means to you. Second, get creative in finding them. We want to make sure that we come back with a list of 25 different top tier clients that we can start reaching out to. Now I want you to look at your offer. Are you prepared to sell a top tier offer? Do the work to make sure it matches your top tier audience. Additionally, you're going to want to make sure that you speak to who you are, what you do, and how you do it so that you can have an easy, natural conversation that is going to lead you right in to step number four, where you're going to have to step out and actually make face-to-face, however that medium may be, but you're going to want to make those connections and validate that this is the person that you want to move from a conversation into a sales conversation. So 
Today's podcast is helping you to find those top tier clients. And I hope that these four steps are going to be as fruitful for you as they have been for me. This is a very contagious process and it's going to reap many, many rewards for you. Lastly, As I mentioned earlier in this podcast, we have lots of people who have come to our previous trainings, like the one that we're about to have. Just another plug for head on over to theopsauthority.com forward slash career clarity. We want to make sure you sign up for that because the information that we've given you today is going to build upon the clarity that we're going to help you, the action plan, the career plan that we're going to help you to leverage the skills that you already have. When you have those skills positioned and packaged up really well, finding those high-level clients are going to allow you to go faster bigger, better. And that's what we want for you. But we have people who have come through those trainings before who have told us that they have resistance to, I want to join your training, Natalie, but I don't know how to find these top tier clients. And if I could do that now, I could bring some additional income in that I could then pay forward towards additional training in the Director of Operations Certification Program. That is the reason that we have brought this content to you today. For all of you guys who are wanting to jump into the Director of Operations Certification Program, follow these four steps for the next four weeks. You're going to be prepared to join us in our 14th round of the Director of Operations Certification Program. Already with every single episode of the Ops Authority podcast, it is important to me that you have actions to take away. Now, I know I went through four very specific steps today, but the one that I want you to come over to our private Facebook community and share the output of it is to tell me what top tier means to you. I want you to tell us what top tier means to you. So that's the very top of the funnel of the work that I've asked you to do to get that clarity. So let's start there. Head on over to theopsinsiders.com. You're going to be welcomed into our Facebook group. And I want you to answer the question and the prompt that is there. That question is, again, what does top tier mean to you? Alrighty, friends, I challenge you to do this work, to stick with it, to be relentless in your passion for up-leveling yourself. We've given you the structure. You already have the skills. Let's make sure that you follow this and you get those additional top-tier clients. Those top-tier clients bring a flow and an ease to us. They also bring exceptional income into your life, into your business. And that's exactly what I want for you. Alrighty, friends. Hope to see you in our masterclass, theopsauthority.com forward slash career clarity. Hope to see you on March 29th and 30th. And if nothing else, I'm going to see you or you'll hear from me next week. Thank you for investing just a little bit of time to listen to this episode of the Ops Authority podcast. I am so grateful to be surrounded by real action takers like you who are invested in growing their business through operations. Will you add one more action to your to-do list today? Visit theopsauthoritypodcast.com where you can join our community of business owners and other ops experts. You're going to hear from me in a week, but in the meantime, do big things on the backside of your business.